0: I think the thing that shocks people a lot about Trump is how can someone who is that rich pay so little taxes? Like your net worth is a billion, you got a billion dollars worth of assets. How are you only paying $700 in one of those years? Of course the rich have been doing this from time using tax loopholes, usually with net worths like that tied to real estate. However, there's a lot of tax loopholes that we have advantage to us that really help us, you know, grow our wealth. And a lot of people have figured out, especially rich people, that when your income gets high enough, it's not about how much money you make, but it's about the money that you keep, especially by lowering the amount of taxes you're paying. That's the name of the game. It really is. How much money can I not pay in tax? I mean, my God, after you make around one hundred fifty thousand, you're paying upwards to 40 and 50 percent taxes. Fifty percent. That's January to August, <laughs> January to June for free. You like that little mental head math there. You're working six months of the year for free, 50% in taxes. And then, of course, you get the rest for yourself. That's a lot of money. Now, imagine you save like 20% of that. I mean, if you're making a million dollars, 20% savings, that's like 200K, right? Jesus, that's a whole salary. You're still like upper middle class with that. I should say upper class. That's a lot of money. So in this podcast, I want to focus on some ways that people are really getting around avoiding taxes, especially those people who aren't at those crazy, you know, wealth levels. But how the average person like you and me can save money by avoiding tax. Now, specifically, I want to focus on how those slippery, sneaky Canadians are doing it. That's right. All those a's and syrup drinkers out there (laughs) Now, obviously i'm canadian you know so these are a couple of ways that we have that they don't really have in the states now of course in canada we have accounts like the rsp the tfsa and those are somewhat similar to the 401ks and the roth iras now the big difference in Canada and the States is in the States to have a 401k, you need an employer, Canada, not so much. You can open it up with any bank and you don't necessarily need to be employer like tied. Right. But there is some sneaky ways to really avoid taxes. Now the main reason why um, people use the RRSP or the 401k is because it defers your taxes to a later date, specifically to when you actually are making less money so you can pay less in taxes. Now, the problem with that people don't want to invest in these counts, like the 401k or the RSP, is money's basically stuck there until you're like 55, 60. Like you can't touch it at all. If you do, you get penalties for it. The government doesn't play when it comes to it's butted chicken, it's money, it doesn't play any games. So when you put your money in an RSP, it's there basically till you're 55. However, in Canada, there is a couple of ways where you can access that money in general, and this is the type of things that everybody should be doing. So, basically, when you put your money into these pre-tax accounts, like the RSP, if you're making 50k, 60k, 70k, 80k, 100k. Just chalk it up to getting a 30% back. That's what you're getting. Any money you put in RSP, it's like you're getting a 30% return on your money. When you get that return, you still have that money in your RSP. You take that tax return and you don't buy a boat, you don't buy Gucci, you don't buy sneakers. You invest that money too. That's how you make your money work super, super, super hard for, for itself. Now, while you have your tax return making money, you still have that money stuck in your RSP till you're 55. However, one of the great ways that you can actually access that money, in Canada, it's called a home buyer's plan. You can withdraw $35,000 to invest in the house in a house or a condo if it's your first time. And through some sort of different rules, you can invest a second time, but to keep it basic for your first house, you can withdraw 35,000. Now in America, they have something similar too, where you can withdraw money out of your 401k to buy a house. I believe it's around 10 grand. It might be more now. But it's a great program. Everybody should take advantage of this. Now, with the RSP, you have to pay it back in 15 years. But then again, think about it. That's like a 15-year loan, zero interest that you get to take from yourself. Of course you should do this. That way you have access to your money the whole time. Another way that Canadians can avoid the sneaky tax man is a program called the LLP. It's a lifelong learning plan. Basically, you get to draw 10 grand in two consecutive years, so 20 grand in total, whenever you're enrolled as a full time student. Now, think about that. Twenty grand. If you're enrolling in like a coding boot camp that maybe cost like four K or you're doing your CFA, that maybe cost like a grand. Or if you're doing CFA in a course, it's cost like three grand, four grand or your MBA, maybe you want to do a cheap MBA that's like eight grand. You got 20 grand that you can access that you can do whatever with. Now, of course, 10 of those grand goes to paying off whatever your tuition or whatever. The next 10 grand, you can invest it and access that money. And that money's not locked up to your 55. And the great thing about the lifelong learning plan, you can efficiently re-sign up every five years essentially. So you do your, so my plan is I'm going to do a coding bootcamp next year, five years, do a CFA, finish my CFA, five years after that, do my MBA, five years after that, do my online PhD, and you see the picture. Maybe five years after that, get my real estate license. Why not? 20 grand you have access to every single time. Now you got to pay it back in 10 years. But who cares? You have 20 Gs. You take 10 of those grand, you invest it. All of a sudden, your money's working twice as hard for, for you. And that money that's in your RRSP that you're getting a 30% return every year that you're maxing it out or your 401k you're getting, you know, obviously in the States, they don't have this, but they could eventually maybe one day. But that money that you're putting in your RRSP, you're getting a 30% return for investing in now, all of a sudden, you have access to it. Now think about this, when you really run the numbers, when you put your money into your RSP, you technically have access to 30% of it because of that tax return that you get, that 30% tax return. So you put in 15K, you get five grand back essentially. Now with the home buyer's plan and when it comes to the lifelong learning plan when you put those together you technically have access to around 50% of your RSP money through the duration of the RSP and most people don't need to drain their resources. Now the 401k has some great clauses where like through financial hardship you can actually withdraw from your 401k through a lot of time. So, like if you need some emergency money, it's actually there. So you can withdraw. I'm not sure if the RSP has stuff like that, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do. And then one of the crazy things that Canadians have available to them to really make some money is we have these things called RRSP loans. So I'm sure they probably have this in the States, but banks will give you money so that you can max out your RRSP. So if your RSP contribution room is around 15K, which is 18% of your total income, or maybe it's 23K, which is the max contribution room that everyone has, the bank will give you $23,000 to put in your RRSP. Now, some of them even have programs that are called catch-up loans that allow you to do the maximum years that you have unused. So in Canada, when you haven't maxed it out one year, you get that contribution room the next year. So you can take 50K for all those past years and get a monstrous 15K back in a tax return. Now, the loans aren't free, but in this interest rate environment, it's only 3% to borrow that money. I'm sorry. You know how much people would love to start a business business? and get a 50K loan to go put in their business, but the bank is gonna give you 50K to put in your RSP. I mean, Jesus, it's like literally just giving free money. But that's not all. In Canada, there is the Omega, the unrivaled. I think it's called like the super max or the accelerator plan. In Canada, there's a plan with a manual life where they'll give you up to 150,000 for 3% to pay back in 10 years. How crazy is that? I'm sorry, if the market returns 8% a year, if they give you 150,000 right now, that's literally a guaranteed 15K a year for each of those years you have that money invested. Who doesn't want a free 150k, right? That's insane. Now I could be wrong. I haven't like looked in the program enough. I don't know if there's any like crazy stipulations on it, which I'm sure there is. But from what I've read, 3% to borrow 150k. And trust me, your boy is going to be educating himself on that program this week. Now, when it comes to these tools to avoid paying taxes, you need to really see how you can utilize them. And this is perfect for those people whose incomes 60K, between 60K and up. At this point, you need to really start thinking to yourself, how do I avoid taxes? Because like one thing that Donald Trump proved to us the real path to becoming rich is to pay as little in taxes as possible and as always the best most Brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. If you liked the podcast and you want to support it, make sure you just do what you do and hit that subscribe button. Put on those automatic downloads. Download the last three episodes, have it doing automatically. You can even do it on multiple podcasts if you want. It really helps. It helps the algorithm and it helps this podcast take off the way it's doing now you're listening to the number one the fastest growing investing podcast out there and we flight crew we have to take off see you guys next time